0: you're listening to the ultimate podcast for the ultimate flag football league with your hosts steve and danny join us as we break down all the games players and updates from around the league so get ready because it's time for some top talk
1: Martinez, (laughs) Martinez. (laughs) oh Jesus! (laughs) I
0: had to cut you off there. Whoa, Uh, you know what? I would say that too. But Will Jordan, the outstretched arms, the football gods were smiling on the mountain lines this week as they took down the swordfish by a point after the swordfish were decimated
1: by the Polars. You, You know, when we first started this season's podcast, the very first week of it, we had talked to Martinez. And uh, got all the info on the Mountain Lions Coming up into the season And he was so ecstatic that his team was looking revamped Mm -hmm. And we were still weary But here we are headed into the last week of the season And I got news
0: for you Mountain Lions are primed to be the number two seed they could get a bye week and it's and it's in their own hands. If they win both their games, they're in no matter
1: what. That's insane. And and let's just break this down on how that's going. And, and you know, we're we're starting here on the Mid City Spartan Podcast. Week four is in the books. Week five is this Sunday. Week five is also interconference week, so we're spicing Woo. things up. It's gonna be a very exciting episode. That's very that's very, very true. So the Polars are six and zero. They're automatically gonna get this uh, this first round seed, or or for the most part, unless a miracle happens. They could
0: lose both games. They're playing they, two of the top teams.
1: It's true. Fanatics and Park Bums over there in uh, Van Nuys. They're taking a trip down to Van Nuys this Sunday. That's right. I don't see it happening. To be honest, I'm not sure about both games. Maybe one and one, or maybe even two and zero. I think it go any of those three ways. But okay, but let's just assume the Polars lock in that first seed. Yep. Then the Swordfish and Mountain Lions are now tied at four and two. That's right. The Swordfish are going to have to play the four and two Marshals and the six and zero Park Bums over there in Van Nuys. The Mountain Lions are also traveling to Van Nuys to play the Calv, the two and four Cavalry, and then the five and one Fanatics. So things could go a few ways here. But if the Swordfish lose both their games and the Mountain Lions win at least one of them. Am I correct that the Mountain Lions would go ahead of the Swordfish?
0: That is correct. Now, if let's say bo- let's say the both teams win both their games, they'll still be tied in the standings, but the Mountain Lions own the head-to-head tiebreaker against the Swordfish. That's right, and, and that just happened this Sunday, right? This past Sunday, so by then, a point,
1: by a so point, so they could potentially sneak into the second seed by a, a point, by a point. <laughs> That's huge, you know what I mean? We have to start this podcast with the Mountain Lions. I got a lot of other topics to get into here, but Mountain Lions surprised the heck out of me. They're really fighting towards the end of the season. If they can take out the 5 and 1 Fanatics in interconference week, they're, you know, there's they're probably going to be my favorites to take down the Mighty
0: Polar's. You know, the Mountain Lions, if they can we already know they can take down a good team like they did to the Swordfish last weekend. Even though it was by a point. Even the though the it was by a game. point. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely but they right. also they also took down the Slayers and the Silverbacks in weeks one and two. That's true. So they can do it. That's true. But the polars are a different story. They have not played the Polars yet. And if they take the second seed, they won't have to play them until the conference championship. Which is
1: crazy. You know what I mean? So you could potentially
0: see Mountain Lions in the Spartan Cup Conference Championship for mid city. That's right. And speaking of the Spartan Cup championship, let me just break down real quick on what's going to happen this season. The Spartan Cup playoffs have been shaken up. There have been some issues in the Santa Clarita division that have ended their season early. Uh, This will not stop them from having an opportunity to prove themselves in the playoffs. They will still have a playoff winner from the Santa Clarita division and that winner will go on to represent Santa Clarita against the conference champions from both Mid-City and Van Nuys. Interesting. You have a three-team playoff for the Spartan Cup, the conference champions from each division. The team with the best record out of those three will get a bye. The other two will play each other for the right to play that bye team for the Spartan Cup.
1: This is interesting. It really is. I think it has its pros and cons. It does. You know, and, and regardless of what the pros and cons are, as you might know go listen to the Santa Clarita podcast this week you'll get totally caught up there mm-hmm. but it's a disaster over there as far as like field regulations and uh, those five or six Santa Clarita teams have only played half their games right so it's a nightmare for sure and I think this is the best solution to a bad situation this season
0: it's very true this will give them the opportunity to prove themselves in the playoffs yeah. where they'll have their opportunity to represent themselves and as well you're going to have a representative from each conference which which is ultimately the way it should be, but we when you have three it makes it a little iffy. Yeah. Once you get duarte packed in here, there you it go. could be different.
1: Right on. So we got Mountain Lions here prime for that. We didn't even get into the Swordfish yet. Oh man, the Swordfish. So if the Swordfish have anything to say about it, they could win both games and then the Mountain Lions could drop both theirs. It, it's and then true. the Mountain Lions would and then the Mountain Lions would find themselves fighting in the first round of playoffs.
0: You know, the Swordfish are an interesting team because they, we know they're dominant. We know it. But they had a very bad showing this week. And Jonathan Caker, he came out and said it himself. He's like, you know what? We've had bad weeks before in the regular season. Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. But when it comes time to put up or shut up, we're there in the playoffs. Well, it brings me to my next
1: point here. Now, if the Mountain Lions do get ahead of the Swordfish... And the swordfish find themselves fighting in round one. What if they end up playing the Slayers in round one? Which we have to get into as well. Right. The Slayers are three and three. Mm hmm. You know what that means. Pretenders or contenders. Now, they only had one game this let past Sunday. Mm-hmm. Against the Luck, they beat them by 24 points. The Slayers currently sit at 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. And I could tell by the smile on your face you're ready to get into this.
0: I am. I'm excited. You know, the, the Slayers team, we came out with a crystal ball, and we said that Josh Galindo should try his hand at quarterback, and lo and behold, Charlie Heller was a no-show this week due to well, whatever it was. I think
1: scheduling or something like that. Right, but Josh Galindo had his chance. And he didn't disappoint. He's you our want player
0: to- of the week. The Tough Talk Podcast Player of the Week.
1: So granted, the Slayers quarterback all season long so far has been Charlie Heller, and he's been doing okay. Where it really gets me on Charlie Heller is that uh, he's thrown 13 interceptions this season so far, and that's just not going to fly. No. When you're trying to get into the conference championship with a division like this, you're going to need a quarterback with way more accuracy bottom line you got good receivers but if you're constantly turning the ball over to these defenses
0: it's 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 true you know uh, Charlie Heller we've been saying it all season his his downfall is interceptions Josh Galindo came in and lit the world up yeah he did now uh, both offense and
1: defense it's true really stepped up now here's the question Galindo only had one game versus Charlie Heller's five games yep all right but still he went 34 for 23, landed at 68% passing completion rate, 240 yards, and six touchdowns in the game to one interception. Yep. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, they're playing the 2-4 and four luck, but the luck's no pushover team. No. So to put up those numbers in that kind of game, I think it did just what we said last week would do. It would freshen things up. They That team has chemistry. They have a monster defense. Mm-hmm. They have good receivers. Throwing a star quarterback just like they did last season with Rick Conti. Yep. You know, I think he can do it. The question is, can he do it against teams like the Polars and the Swordfish and the Mountain Lions? Do you think he'd still put up those
0: typo numbers? The one thing that we see from Josh Galindo is he is a natural-born leader on the field. He is he has great chemistry with his guys. You see it when he stepped on the field at quarterback, he had great chemistry with Pat Morris and his longtime teammate Tyreen Crape. You know, they had and, chemistry. And Courtney Nelson. Right. And so you have this group of guys that are that work well together. Yeah. Why not let them work well together? Right. You know, and Josh Galindo came out, and not only was he a leader on the offense, but he led the defense this week with an interception for a touchdown and a sack.
1: And you know what, too? If they're going to continue this, I have no idea what their plans are. They might have Heller still at QB1, and they have no plans to change that. I think he did step up, and inter-conference week, they're playing the 1-5 Bandits and the 0-6 Punishers. They have a real chance to have two easy games... Let him get his skills right. Mm -hmm. You know, formulate the chemistry with Galindo at quarterback. Yep. And see what you can do and see and get ready for playoffs because they're they're three and three. If they end five and three They're still going to be in the first round of playoffs and having a fight to get up to the Polars if it goes that way. Right. And in my eyes, that's what all these teams are doing right now, fighting each other to go fight the Polars.
0: It's true. The Polars are just on another level right now, and they came out, and speaking of the Polars, there has been a little bit of social media heat thrown towards Jonathan Caker from the Polars. I want to talk about this. Uh I want to read this quote. This week's hot quote comes from Tamir Asan of the Polars. Yeah,
1: number 11. He is a monster. He's got 361 yards on the season, nine touchdowns, and four sacks. So he's definitely putting up work for the Polars team. He's tied with Leighton Flynn, number two. They both got nine touchdowns on the season. He's a playmaker. So that's a really crazy duo. But okay, nevertheless, so,
0: so what do you got? So he comes out and straight puts a quote directed towards Jonathan Caker says, Hey, Remember that time when we beat you 38-14 in Tough League, Los Angeles? You remember, right? It was 26-0 at halftime. And you threw four interceptions because you couldn't handle the pressure. And the only two touchdowns you scored were in cleanup time? Remember all that smack you were talking all season prior to the game? Oh, wait a second. Wasn't that yesterday? That's right. It was yesterday. I hope you're having a swell week. P.S. That's a cute picture of you holding the tough cup. It would be a shame if a new team joined the league just to take it away from you. Wow! Shots fired. F-
1: Big time shots fired. Now I don't know if they're uh, I don't know if they're friendly or not. I don't know what fired. Big time shots fired. Now I don't know if they're uh I don't know if they're friendly or not. I don't know what that's
0: about. I don't know, man. That's some heat though. I mean that y- you you do see some friendly trash talk in tough leagues. Sometimes you see some violent trash talk in true, tough leagues. So I don't know what this is about, but if these two teams meet up again, I, I know exactly what it's about. The
1: Polars beat the swordfish last Sunday thirty eight to fourteen and they want the swordfish's trophy. Yeah, that's exactly
0: what it's about. I mean, that's what it sending, comes down to. It looks
1: like he's sending a direct message to Kager that the the trophy's going to the Polars.
0: Now Kager did come back and he said, "Last time I checked, it's still in my possession." So I mean, Kager's right. They've won it two Uh-oh. seasons in a row. They've True. done it in playoffs. True. They've beaten the best teams in the Park league. Bums. Right. You know, And and so, and so they took it away from the Cheetahs when the Cheetahs were there. Yeah. They, this team knows how to win in the postseason. These Polars, yes, they're good in the regular season. But as we've seen with the Park Bums, as we've seen with some of these other teams like that can do it in the regular season, season after season, and can't get it done in playoffs, is, is that what we're going to get from the Polars?
1: That's interesting. I don't know. Who do you got? Polar Swordfish. Quick one. I'm just going to throw it at you. Swordfish. Your, your life depends on it. Swordfish. <laughs> I don't know though. You know, uh,
0: that's tough. I can't I, even see swordfish though, though. I gotta say
1: that's some pretty cool narration you got going. That's uh. our new social social media segment right there. <laughs> I love that. So they're throwing some shade at the at the swordfish. That's a that's what happens when you're champ if I was Cager, that's what I would say. Well that's what happens when you're a champ. You got the target on your back and everybody wants what you have. That's and right. He's right. He still has it. He does. For, and, for at least two more weeks. At least two more weeks. <laughs> I don't know about after that.
0: You know, it, it, they obviously have a battle. If they want to even have a chance to play for the Spartan Cup, they have to come out as conference champions, so they have to beat the Polars. Yeah. And the Polars right now, that team, like you said, Layton Flynn, Tamirasan. this duo is deadly, along with Morris Greco to make it a trio. Yeah these three guys are virtually unstoppable on the field together. And then you add in a playmaker like Mike Kleiss doing work on both sides of the ball. Right. It, he, he's probably, I would say in consideration for MVP because of what he's doing on both sides of the football. You know,
1: the only, when it comes to the Polars and the park bumps from Van Nuys, the only, when you compare the team stats, park bumps to Polars, the only thing that the, park have over the polars is a slightly more accurate quarterback that is it omar placentia yeah he's got 65 percent capacity completion rate compared to 63 percent from chris bennett that's right and then omar has thrown four interceptions on the season while bennett's thrown eight because the polars they have more receiving yards they have more touchdowns they have more interceptions more sacks and more de- defensive touchdowns my crystal ball this week is not going to be wrong the Tough Talk Podcast Crystal Ball Polar's in 3 weeks will be holding up the trophy as Spartan Cup champs. I hate to say it, I'm rooting for Mountain Lions, I'm rooting for Slayers, I'm even rooting for the Park Bums. But I think the Polar's, not just by the numbers, but by the game film, by the proof in their record, is holding up that trophy. Going Aztecs still. You're still going Aztecs. I'm sticking you, you on it. You know what? You got Salamanders. You got Aztecs. You got Swordfish Marshals. Park Bums. Fanatics. Mountain Lion Slayers. Pioneers. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a huge race for the Spartan Cup. It, it is. Don't I talk like it's guaranteed the Polars are going to get it? But I just named at least nine or ten
0: teams that could easily come in and swoop in as the champ. Anything can happen in playoffs. You know the these teams. It's not over by a long shot. You know the Park Bums are are on fire themselves. They're calling it out that they are still going to go 8-0. They had a good week this week. We'll talk about that on Van Eyes.
1: One team we didn't talk about right now, and I got to hit this effect for it, is the Silverbacks, 3-3. You know what that means.
0: Pretenders or Contenders. The Silverbacks this season are Pretenders. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. and, and wow. <laughs> It's it's just stri- – No, it's,
1: the, it's in the
0: numbers. It's in the game
1: film, and it's in the standings. They're just not it.
0: playing like the Silverbacks of old. You know what? I don't know why
1: they got rid of the Cheetahs franchise. I feel like that broke the spirit. It, it jinxed everything. If yeah. they would have came back under the Cheetahs and we were seeing that orange and black out there, we'd be looking at Swordfish, Cheetahs, Polars, Mountain Lions, and Slayers. But I don't know, man. I, I don't see it. I think the Slayers are going to get ahead. I think the Slayers are going to beat the Bandits and the Punishers to go 5 and 3 while the Silverbacks if they're not careful they they'll probably beat the Condors unless there's an upset and they're going to have to battle it out with the 4 and 2 Blackhawks so they can lose
0: a game to end up 4 and 4 on the season. That's going to be a real test for Jeff Smith over there but coming back to the Silverbacks, you know, they they had some issues obviously when they played the Polar's. They dropped four interceptions they gave up three sacks you know the they weren't able to handle the defense of the polars and i don't know if they can handle the defense of teams like the swordfish and the park bums because both of them have good defenses and so it it it's tough yeah unless i
1: um, unless they kick on the playoff magic in round one you know that's it for them frank
0: master morrow it is can, a magician
1: absolutely absolutely so you could be looking at maybe now, now, okay, now you have the two and four luck and the two and four Badgers in this division still, mm-hmm. and they not to mention the zero and six Punishers, but it looks like their season's going to be done for. Yep. But for that last spot in playoffs, the Luck and the Badgers are are going to be battling it out. So I'm curious to see who's going to take it. I'm kind of leaning towards the Luck because I've been saying that they they were going to have a good season. It didn't turn out that way.
0: But I think they'll kick it up in playoffs. I'll say this, man. The Luck and the Badgers, the only two teams to beat the Mountain Lions so far. Interesting. I mean, that's that's crazy in itself. And, and you know, the Luck, they play the Polars in Week 1.
1: They only lost by 7 points. That's huge. You know, is. Granted, yeah, it's Week 1, but still, it's huge. So I could see them taking it. I could be wrong. But it brings me back to the Silverbacks. You could see Luck versus Silverbacks silverbacks win that and then you could see the silverbacks go on to play maybe the mountain lions i could you know those teams know each other very well and it's never guaranteed who's winning that game so the silverbacks really
0: could surprise us they could they could i i think right now though i think the polars are on a war path they are stacked (laughs) the swordfish have an amazing team and they know how to turn it on in playoffs, so anything can happen with them. But the Polars right now are on just a a Braun Strowman path of destruction.
1: Yeah, and, and not to mention Swordfish, Mountain Lions, and Slayers. Who's it going to be out of those three teams to go play the Polars? Swordfish, you think? I, I gotta go with it. Could be, it could be the Mountain Lions. It could absolutely could be the Mountain Lions. And the Slayers, I think it could be too, but not with this quarterback situation.
0: I think they, they have choo- less of a chance. If
1: they choose to keep a QB one as Heller, you're gonna get more of the same. Guys throwing way too many interceptions. That's not gonna fly in playoffs. And then Galindo, yeah, he might have had a great game last week, but can he handle playoffs? I mean, yes, he'll have interconference week to get two more games under their belt, but we have no idea what their game plan is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think their quarterback situation could hurt him or or, or you know, it could hurt him.
0: I, I think so too. I-, I think that the Slayers I don't think they necessarily stand too much of a chance uh, in I wanna, this I, division. I,
1: I want pu- want you to put a percentage amount on the Slayers of them winning this conference. Five. Five? Five. Mountain, mountain Lions. Uh, 25. Okay. Swordfish? 40. So that's 70. So that means you only think 30% chance that the Polars will win it.
0: Uh, switch the Swordfish <laughs> and the Polars. 30 and 40. If it's, I'm going to go up to 100%, okay. it's 30
1: and 40. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I Listen. would say that, that that's about right. You heard it, Galindo. 5% chance to win that. Use <laughs> it. So that Use means it. that means what? 1% chance to win the Spartan Cup or what? Uh
0: yeah, I, I mean, don't know.
1: I think I I think we're not giving them enough credit. It's gonna be exciting. And interconference week is this Sunday, so we'll get to see who's doing what, who's stepping up,
0: who's keeping the most spirited and, and getting ready for playoffs. Yep, it, it's it's gonna be a fun week. Uh, let's let's run down some rapid fire predictions. All right, you ready? Let's go.
1: Bandits versus Luck. The Bandits Ooh. are coming in from Van Nuys. They're coming to the Mid City Stadium.
0: Luck gets three and four.
1: They got the home turf. Yep. Badgers, Blackhawks. Blackhawks. All right, fair enough. Scorpions versus Luck. I think this. I think the Luck
0: takes it and goes four and four on the season. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So, like you said, they could be sleepers. Slayers, bandits, the one in five slayers. Bandits. Okay. Scorpions, yeah. Badgers. Uh,
0: I think the Badgers take it, but unfortunately, they will lose out on the playoffs because the Luck will have won both their games. Yeah.
1: But bottom line, I think Mid City is going to hold this one down. Yep. All right, Blackhawks Silverbacks. This is going to be a good one.
0: This is a really good game. I'm looking for Jeff Smith to take this and really show that he is a contender in this league. And that won't be good for the Black. Uh, just skip that. One. Mm-hmm. All right, Punisher
1: Slayers. I'm gonna got, go Slayers. You got to you yeah. Just just based on standings. You even got
0: even if they put Charlie Heller in. All right, Condor Silverbacks. I'm gonna give it to the Silverbacks and their season on a on a high note and and go four and four. And then you got Punishers and
1: Condors. Uh, Will the Punishers get one last win in? I think so. I think, I think the this, Condors, is, this is a the game they'll do it. Yeah, the 2-4 Condors are coming in for Van Nuys. I think they'll do it in this one. I think it's mid-city time. It's time to rep mid-city, and they'll get it done. So we got nine games this Sunday, and after that, the regular season's over for the 2018 winter season.
0: Let's let's do this real quick. Van Nuys, we have some teams from mid-city going, and I want to just run down these predictions as well, and All we'll right. do the same thing on Van Nuys. All right, what do you got? Mountain Lions-Calvary. Mountain Lions. Okay. Swordfish Marshals. Uh, this is going to be difficult. It's a I tough mean. one. Swordfish. All right. I, I agree. Fanatics Polars. Polars. But but will be a good game. It will be a Could good be game. close. I, I think the Fanatics might give the Polars some trouble there on defense. Mayhem Razorbacks. I'll go Mayhem on this one. Uh, I'll agree. I'll agree. Razorbacks only got one win on the season. I, I'd like to see it be two, but I think the mayhem when they get their quarterback this week, they'll they'll be ready to go. All right. Park Bums Swordfish.
1: Oh, now we're getting rough. Now we're talking last season's Spartan Cup. Hmm. I think. I don't know, man. I think there's a lot. There's a huge target on Kaker's back. Hmm. I'm sorry, brother.
0: Park Bums are taking that one. I'm not seeing Caker lose three games in a row. Swordfish are going to beat the Park Bums.
1: I, that's exactly why I see him losing this game. Really? You think? Three, five oh on and three. it. You know what that means. Oh, five on it. I got five on it. I got Park Bums $5. You got Swordfish $5. I'll take Caker almost any time All right, with five bucks. You know what then? I wish we, I wish we both had more hair, because then the loser would have to shave. Oh, you well. do have a beard, though. I see. No,
0: <laughs> absolutely not. You know what?
1: You don't trust Kaker now? <laughs> no, nope. now your
0: beard's on the line. Sorry, sorry, Kaker My facial hair is not in this. Oh, he don't trust you that much then.
1: Uh, I'm all right. still going Park Bums, Then, we're all gonna, right, that's gonna, gonna, gonna be a good one.
0: Skip the next game because it's just Van Eyes Mo- Mountain Lions fanatics. It's a good one. This will be a great one. I almost can't even call this one.
1: I think Mountain Lions need to step up the game of their life to really prove that everybody needs to clear path. Mountain Lions. I, I'm going to. The Fanatics can afford the loss. I, I'm I
0: going to regret saying this. The Fanatics win on a Hail Mary interception by Steven Martinez. Wow. <laughs> Crystal
1: ball. Eh, I think that'll be more likely to happen in playoffs.
0: When, <laughs> oh when, when it man! Matters the most. <laughs> all right, they can afford. I mean, yeah, they, they can, can afford, afford the loss,
1: and they're still going to be in playoffs. So really, it's true. I think I think it, that'll come in the bigger game. Whoa! All right, or 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 no. Let's tie, let's drop a, let's drop a real crystal ball. They beat the fanatics. They get the second seed in the playoffs. They get all the way to play the Polars. They beat the Polars, they get all the way to play the Park Bums, whoever comes out from from Santa Cruz or Van Nuys, and then on the last play of the Spartan Cup, he throws an interception.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, Martinez, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just (laughs) just changed the the heck out of him there. All right, last game of Interconference Week for the Spartan Division, Polars-Park Bums. This
1: is the game of the season. It is. And both these teams are probably going to win their first-round games. And according Intercom- to you? According to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, and but they're yeah. both going to be 7 and 0. That's right. Last game of the season. What a epic way to end
0: that. Will the Polar's hand the Park Bums their first regular season loss and become the new undefeated regular season team.
1: You know, I I'm so torn, but I'm sticking with the Polar's.
0: I'm gonna
1: I got to. I got to stick with the Polar's. I this think is the, I be- think I, it's gonna be the game. This is this is one. This is one we need to attend. This is and due to our scheduling. It's rough to get out there on Sundays for the both of us, but
0: especially since this game is at and, five o'clock. And especially since there's four conferences. You know what I mean? It's true. So, I'm gonna say this: the Park Bums beat the Polars, but then lose to them in the playoffs.
1: Interesting. Fair enough. I think I think uh, Polars are just they're indestructible right now. Mm. I think that they're gonna. They're going to win this, they're going to have a perfect season, and then go right to Titan and cause some trouble over there.
0: Interesting, interesting. I like that theory. I like to
1: see Polars, War Eagles, Polars, Ducks. I think they can hang with the likes, especially if they get this first season experience under their belt and the same team
0: returns next season. If the same team returns, I could definitely see that. It's going to be interesting. I
1: I could see them having a close start. I mean, I could see them having a slow start in the Titan division if they were to go to Mid-City Titan. I could see them, you know, Mm -hmm. first week or two kind of get you know used to the new
0: competition. But I think they'll come out strong, and they'll still be threats in playoffs if they were to go to Titan. Well, I'll tell you this much. We're running long tonight, but I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I can't wait to see what happens in Interconference Week, and I can't wait to see how the playoffs shake up. For this week on the Tough Talk Podcast, I'm your host, Stephen Dolan. Always joined by Danny Bascom. Till Wednesday. Listen to the Tough Talk Podcast every Wednesday, Morty. Every Wednesday, Morty. New episode Tough Talk Podcast. Stephen, Danny, Morty. Love and love and tough top.